0: Hi, I'm Jada. And I'm Cassidy. Welcome to Books with Benefits. This week we're going to be talking about The Charm Offensive by Allison Cochran.
1: Content warning. This podcast is not intended for anyone under the age of 18. Trigger warning. This book contains themes and mentions of the following mental health topics. OCD, panic disorder, anxiety, and depression. The following is the Goodreads summary. Dave has always believed in fairy tales, so it's no wonder then that he's spent his career crafting them on the long-running reality dating show Ever After, As the most successful producer in the franchise's history, Dave always scripts the perfect love story for his contestants, even as his own love story crashes and burns. But then the show cast disgraced tech wonder kid Charlie as its star. Charlie is far from the romantic Prince Charming ever after expects. He doesn't believe in true love and only agreed to the show as a last ditch effort to rehabilitate his image. In front of the cameras, he's a stiff, anxious mess with no idea how to date 20 women on national television. Behind the scenes, he's cold, awkward, and emotionally closed off. As Dave fights to get Charlie to connect with the contestants on a whirlwind worldwide tour, they begin to open up to each other, and Charlie realizes he has better chemistry with Dave than with any of his female co-stars. But a but even reality TV has a script, and in order to find Happily Ever After, they'll have to reconsider whose love story gets told. It's such a good book. It really is so cute and adorable, and I do love some of these fluffy books. <laughs> it, is very, it was precious. It was precious. Uh, let's get into our
0: ratings, and let's share with the people what we thought, so then they can decide if they want to read or not. Um, okay. Okay, so overall, I had a four. What did you have?
1: I also gave it a four. Okay. I, mean, uh, I feel pretty solid in the four.
0: Yeah, yeah. I do think it was, it's worthy of its four. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so as far as smut goes, um, what would you give it?
1: Well, I gave it a zero. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> well... And that's justifiable, but this does take us back to that conversation we had last week about if zeros are appropriate or not, and I had rated this book pre-that conversation. So um,
1: I gave it a 1.5, but... Um, If I didn't give it a zero, I would have given it a 0.5. Okay, okay. There are, though, it's it's really just that vibe of, you know, like the fluffy rom-com romances of... Is like oh alludes to that and then just immediate fade to black. Like yes, yeah, very fade to black. Yeah,
0: um, I yeah. so the reason I gave it a one point five is I kind of rated it on like the the not spicy but like teetering on the line of spicy scenes. Um, so yeah. yeah, I mean, okay, well, and this also. So I'm gonna <laughs> hang on. Can I change my rating? Okay, great. Okay, all right. Um, so what'd you <laughs> give it for kink?
1: If you had given it anything more than zero, <laughs> then I don't understand your rating. I,
0: I didn't know if I was allowed to give zeros when I rated this book. So, okay. So, Kink, I guess you gave a zero. And so now I also gave a zero. Wow. <laughs> Twinning. Okay. No, there's nothing kinky about this. No, nothing kinky. No kinky here. Um, Okay. As far as fluff goes, what'd you give it?
1: i gave it a 4.5 oh
0: me too oh my gosh
1: that's me. yeah it's very cute honestly the fluff is what makes this book good yes in my opinion. it's so
0: oh it's so good um mm-hmm. okay as far as plot goes what are you thinking
1: uh i gave it a four
0: <laughs> i gave it a four
1: Okay, I think you just copied me. No. I think you copied everything. I, just... I
0: really didn't. I mean, I did copy the zero on kink, but other than that, I didn't copy a single thing. Yeah, I gave it a uh, four. Wow, that's crazy. Look at us. We're getting kind of in sync with these books, bro. I know. I'm impressed, I know. honestly.
1: I don't, I don't know how I feel about it, though, because hey. we never used
0: to do this. <laughs> I know, but we've never like rated as consistently as we have now that we're on the podcast. Okay, so if you're going to read this book, go ahead and uh, pause things now and come back when you're finished because this one is definitely worth the read. Um, And you're going to want to hear all these cute little quotes that we have to share. So, um, yeah, we'll see you in a minute.
1: and we're back yeah so jada how about you tell us a little bit about the plot of this one
0: okay so um this book as we just heard about uh kind of follows these two characters dave and charlie um dave is a producer for a tv show like the bachelor it is the bachelor basically Um, (laughs) basically (laughs) the bachelor um yeah so he works on there and he's a handler for typically the women on the show um however due to a situation with his ex-boyfriend and just a whole lot of things he ends up becoming the handler for charlie who is this season's bachelor essentially um mm-hmm. and so charlie uh is a, is this big tech mogul um and he has kind of a bad reputation in the industry right now and it ends up that When Dave, so his publicist puts this all together, uh, that he is going to be on here and Charlie just agrees to go along with it, thinking it'll be kind of easy to just skate his way through. And then, um, Dave sees him on that first day and he's like terrified. So Dave becomes his (laughs) handler (laughs) and it's a really cute, um, dynamic, but so things kind of spiral from there. Um, so Dave and Charlie end up having moments where like their hands touch for a little too long or. And Charlie hates being touched. Oh yes. Charlie is anxious. Yeah. He has OCD, anxiety, probably some other things too, yeah, but he has, he has the panic disorder. Oh yeah. yeah. panic disorder. That's what it is. Um, so he's got a lot going on. Poor guy. Um,
1: <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> oh,
0: Andy has like a bit of a germ phobia. Um,
1: yeah, I think that goes in with like with OCD. I, mean, I guess I don't want to say that everyone who has OCD has germ phobia. I know that's uh, right. not productive, but <laughs> but he does. <laughs> right,
0: but he does. Yeah. So um, Dave starts to pick up on these pretty quickly, um, and so Dave and Charlie end up spending a huge amount of time together, and there's all these Never little together. yeah, and they end up living together because they have to mm-hmm. for the show, uh, and there's all these cute little moments of like. They look at each other a little too long. They brush each other and, like, don't step away um, and things like that. And so things kind of spiral further when Charlie starts going on dates with all these women, um, and he's very bad at it. Uh, So Dave kind of is like, okay, well, the the best way to navigate these situations is by practice. So let's practice, and you can take me on a pretend date. So they kind of take things from there uh, and – he, they go on the pretend date. they're living together because of the season. And Charlie goes through some like traumatic moments because he's like he doesn't know how to navigate the things with these women. And he starts developing feelings for Dave and Dave starts developing feelings for Charlie. Um, and it just kind of goes from there. Of course they fall in love and it's really sweet and mm-hmm. uh, super cute. And there, there are so many moments um, that we'll talk about here in a second just between the two that are oh my gosh the the fluff in this book is immaculate it's great
1: very cute it's very good it's like it makes you feel good yeah and I do want to say like throughout most of this book Dave really was trying to get Charlie to fall in love on the show yes trying very hard because dave like really believed in like what this show stands for and people falling in love and he loves the idea of love yes yeah and so i didn't want anyone to think like oh producer you know there was, it was a little skeevy no it wasn't like that if anything charlie was the one surprisingly like instigating I think it yeah Char- yeah and <laughs> because was... his character is not an instigator <laughs> no
0: no not in any way but he is with dave which is so funny
1: uh i'm obsessed with dave i love i dave. am
0: also obsessed with dave i saw a, oh um this is perfect for the podcast actually i went to target yesterday um and i was walking into the store and there was a couple that looked like they they looked like <laughs> dave and charlie um and it took everything in me. And they had rings on their fingers so they knew they were, they were married because they were, like, holding hands and they had Oh, I wish you could take Bro, a picture. Bro, I know. <laughs> if I would have been creepy, I would have totally fucking taken a picture because it was the cutest shit I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> like, I mean, they fit the description to a T. Like, oh, my, oh my God. God. It was perfect. And so I was, like, geeking. And I was with a different friend that, like, has no knowledge of this book. And I was trying to tell her. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And she's like, what it sounds like they look like (laughs) characters from a book
1: but something um something funny that is (laughs) it's very random but I wish they would have done this differently and it's on the cover of this book okay Mm -hmm. it's a cute cover I really like the cover but why is Dave not wearing khakis? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wondered that
0: too, actually, because when I just was put like it up. a huge um, thing in the, in yes, the book, like it was. the khakis. Yes, he's always in khakis in the book. And, like, khaki shorts. Yes. Wearing khaki shorts all the time. And Charlie's, like, cringing internally. I
1: know. Like, God, I can't. And really then Charlie's just... wearing this suit, and Charlie doesn't even really like wearing suits. No, like, and he wears, like, I feel like he wears more, like,
0: like, coastal grandma. Very casual. Coastal grandma yeah. clothes, yeah. Coastal
1: grandma. <laughs> <laughs> um, or one of them could have been wearing the jean jacket. Oh, that my God, <laughs> bro. I know. We could have designed this cover. Yeah, bro. Okay, so hire
0: us, people, for your book covers because mm-hmm. we will put thought and dedication into what goes on the cover. Um, yeah, But, yeah, so it's a great little book um, at the end. So here's huge spoiler if you've stayed this long um, and you still haven't read it. Stupid. Um, go back and read it. But anyway – So, at the end, there's a huge falling out because the girl on the show that Charlie's supposed to end up with also doesn't want to, like, follow through with everything, and they're both trying to figure out how to get out of it, and she knows that Charlie loves Dave, and several other people on the crew uh, know that Charlie and Dave are kind of just together, basically, and... um. So Charlie and the girl try to get out of it, and the main showrunner, I think, is what she's referred to. I really don't know. Uh, she kind of – she just
1: – Director, producer. Yes, yeah. She, 10%. like,
0: vetoes them saying they want to do that. She's like, I hired you for this purpose, um, so you're going to follow through. And so Dave, like, has a meltdown.
1: She's uh, such a bitch.
0: Yeah, she is such a fucking bitch. But she <laughs> gets what's coming to her. Yeah. She um. Is. Well, she still gets paid a lot
1: of money for yeah, it. Yeah. But... She still
0: gets a payout, but nonetheless, she gets like kind of. I think they were gonna sue her. Um. Yeah. For like discriminating against. Um. Yeah. LGBTQ plus people, and mm-hmm. I was like, you go. But Dave doesn't know any of this is happening. He has a meltdown and he
1: leaves. Um. And yeah. Like leaves, leaves. Like leaves, I mean, leaves. Like, yeah. Leaves the state. Goes yeah. back home. Gets rid of all social media. Doesn't contact anyone for like three months.
0: Yeah, which is crazy because the show's like being finished and Dave is gone. Um, And the fact
1: that he doesn't even like read the messages. I couldn't do that. I would have to at least read what people are saying to me. Yes,
0: yeah, I would be like just reading it at least. Yeah, I would. But he did listen to Charlie's voicemail. God, and those. Oh my God. So I listened. Cassidy and I both listened to Cassidy listened to the whole thing, but I listened to part of it. Um mm-hmm. and w- when I listened to that ah, I was like crying yeah, I was it crying. was
1: yeah it was
0: so this book overall and so basically what happens is where the show has kind of been like overtaken by the people who actually care about it um yeah they turn it into
1: kind of just the love story between Charlie and Dave I know like they re cuz i mean they're filming and recording everything like and they have enough stuff
0: happening. yeah enough moments between the two of them that it shows kind of behind the scenes how they fell in love instead and it yeah. oh my god and so it ends up of course it couldn't be a tv show without a live finale um and so on like national television dave and charlie like profess their love for each other um and it's the sweetest thing ever. So, yeah, this this book is great, um, full of fluff, like we said, not any smut, but um, nonetheless, I think we should share some quotes. <laughs> nonetheless, uh, from this lovely book. Um, mm-hmm. one of the first ones I'd love to start with is so they literally on page 45, like some of their first interactions Um together. Mm -hmm. This one is Charlie doesn't pull away immediately, so they remain with their hands frozen between them for a beat too
1: long. Mm. Oh my god. Yeah, they're very cute. And then something um I don't I listen to the whole thing, so I don't actually have quotes. But something that I was saying to myself throughout this whole book. (laughs) It's (laughs) like so and also this book gives you the view of what it would be like to be on a reality tv show like honestly like how you know scenes are kind of forced and made yes, up and yeah all of that and also like you're always miked up so you got to watch what you say all the time because they could take what you say at any point and, and you know use it out of that. context yeah anytime two people were on set talking to each other i was saying literally out loud i'm like hot mic hot mic <laughs> oh my god it's so stressful like, I- I felt for sure that that time, whenever um, Charlie and Parisa were talk, like he was saying, "Oh, I am really actually into Dave," because they were on set, sitting on a bench. Yeah. I was yeah. like, "No, oh no, this is going like... to like." But like, no, stop. that never got used as like a plot device.
0: So, <laughs> which it it does, it makes you nervous because there are moments that Dave like tells Charlie, he's like, "Stop, like." you're mic'd up, like quit saying what you're saying basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of nerve wracking. Um, mm-hmm. but literally a page over from that quote I just read, um, Dave looks at Charlie and he says, I know I can make you fall in love. And oh, looking back, that's <laughs> precious. Um, let me look real quick. Oh, um, <laughs> so this one kind of, I like these analogies here. Um, so they're playing – or not playing. They're completing a puzzle together. Charlie loves puzzles, um, which is adorable. Um, and it says, Dave does this infuriating, crooked smile, and Charlie understands they're playing a different game in addition to the puzzle, with Dave trying to coax out little tidbits of who Charlie is, the things he
1: usually keeps tucked away so they can't be used against him.
0: <laughs> this poor baby.
1: Yeah. What What do they call it whenever – they, they puzzle Puzz. Oh, yeah. We're going to go Puzz. Yeah.
0: It's so cute. Um, oh, this one, this quote between the two. Are you going to freak out every time I touch you now? I already freak out when you touch me. Dave's mouth slides open before promptly snapping shut. Uh, so cute. <laughs> I
1: love them. So cute so like i said i don't really have a lot of quotes but i can talk about the audiobook experience at least for me so i actually listen to a lot of audiobooks i drive a shit ton <laughs> <laughs> not that i want to but i do so the audiobook is has like a dual narr, like dual narration which i like that in books because a lot of audiobooks don't have that um I like both of the narrators, because sometimes I don't like a narrator's voice. I don't like yeah. it if a narrator sounds a lot older than who they're narrating.
0: Yeah, I thought the
1: both the voices were pretty good for these. Um So I like that. And it, it was pretty average audiobook. I really love it whenever they add like music and things into the audiobook. This would have been the perfect one
0: for for music. Oh my gosh!
1: I know. Well, yeah, like with the guy that Dave really likes, Leland Barlow. um, Is that right? Did I make that up? No, it's Leland Barlow. (laughs) There was a um oh this comment on GoodRead, and it's like anyone else disappointed (laughs) that Leland Barlow isn't real (laughs) went looking for his music on Spotify. (laughs) Like, what? The- I know. I'm like, uh, but yeah, I also want Leland Barlow me to be too. real. So, yeah. I <laughs> you would be so good. But it makes me think, though, that it is character like she is thinking of someone when she writes about that character because I feel like that's how she did for a while. like i mean obviously this book is about the bachelor
0: right right
1: yes definitely so uh, it makes me also think that there maybe she is thinking of someone whenever she's i wish
0: she would about release about like a
1: playlist for the book
0: oh yeah who did yeah. wasn't there is there a book that
1: has playlists that we talked about
0: gothicana gothicana yeah because we just talked about that recently that it it kind of adds to the mood a little bit <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and that playlist
0: is actually really good. It really fits the vibe. Yeah, I've listened to it a couple of times since you showed it to me. It's pretty good. Um, As far as – so some of the moments that I really appreciated in this book was – um, one that comes to mind is the moment outside of the, the bar, I think, right? When mm-hmm. it's like their first kiss or like outside almost first like
1: yeah, – Yeah,
0: yeah, outside the club. And it's almost like their first – true touching interaction Mm. um and it's really like the moments right before that are really precious like charlie says to dave i'm worried you don't know what you deserve six years is a long time to stay
1: oh my god (laughs) i know like (laughs) that That whole and charlie was just so fucking cute yes he is Uh and i also love i'm sure you've gotten I at least one of these quotes i probably do it's, it's not directly about the scene of them kissing but um like whenever they both have like mental health issues like charlie yeah. you know has ocd and panic disorder and dave has like depression yeah. and so whenever <laughs> one of them get into one of their times when they are really struggling Especially like whenever, because like Dave started it, and he's like, "Like, how can I help you?" Like, it's so what can
0: cute. I- oh my god! And I know it
1: doesn't sound like a lot when I just say it now, but reading this book and listening to the first time, he's like, "How can I help you?" I'm like, "Right, like, oh. what can I do for you?" Like. Like I know, it really is. Like, tell me how I can help you. Yes. Is oh god, it's so cute. I. It was
0: really good. I really appreciated that too because I think that's something that's overlooked for people who do have issues with their mental health. Like, sometimes you just need asked what you need because it's hard to relay it without them making it clear they want to help. You know. Um,
1: yeah. So I I really appreciated that. But and so, I liked it.
0: Oh, yes. No,
1: you go ahead. You go ahead. I was going to say, I also like it because I love open communication books because (laughs) one of my least favorite tropes is the miscommunication trope. Oh, yeah. And so, uh, but some people love that. And it's in a ton of books. Cassidy and I specialize
0: in communication in some way. Um, And (gasps) (laughs) um, so, yeah, I definitely agree that miscommunication in some of these, it just,
1: yeah. (sighs) and and also because i'm the kind of person who who i can see plots like a million miles away so i get the first hint of a miscommunication trip and i'm like no yeah it's like turn it off, quit i'm gonna have to deal with this for 300 more pages of them and then i'm gonna have to wait then they're gonna fall in love and then they're gonna find out someone lied and then i'm gonna have to deal with that
0: (laughs) it's so it's literally so annoying i hate that shit too
1: and so I, I love books where there's just good communication between characters. Yeah, I think
0: it was really – and the communication between these two, even though they were holding things back, it was yeah. really – I mean, it was great. Um, yeah. Like, there's this moment – this is not necessarily about communication, but there's this moment when they're inside of the club and they're dancing, and Charlie's trying to find, like, a man for Dave, mm-hmm. which I thought was
1: hilarious. I love this one.
0: Yes, i, know, I you know exactly where this is going, but um, – So Charlie's, like, talking to this random guy, like, in the bar, and he's, like, trying to convince him to go, like, dance with Dave. He's like, no, listen, Charlie's got one hand on the back of Dave's neck, one hand on the back of this other man's. Dave is the best there is, the absolute best. He's so fucking beautiful. Look at him. Oh, uh, uh,
1: Charlie? Charlie? oh my god and charlie says all the time like you are the most beautiful man i have ever seen yes and, uh, he does he said i love time. that because everyone always describes charlie as just being like gorgeous and everyone's obsessed with him
0: oh my god. but and then
1: charlie's just constantly being like dave is so beautiful oh my god and there,
0: these all these quotes from this interaction right here man um he, so Charlie goes looking. Dave, like, runs. There's, there's, like, some kind of... They, like, all are interacting, and Dave, like, gets nervous and upset. And he goes outside, and he's crying. And so Charlie goes to look for him, and he's like, Dave, he's leaning against a brick wall up ahead, his long legs spilling into the sidewalk. Dave is 10 feet tall, and his face is wet. You're crying, Charlie yells. Hey, you're crying. Ah! <laughs> and then right after that... Um, Dave says something along the lines of like, what the hell, Charlie? And then Charlie grabs tighter to the front of Dave's jacket. He's not sure what to say. He says, can I please kiss you?
1: <laughs> I know they're very cute.
0: And oh my God, hang on. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, I just got it. Oh, this is a good one. I wish it would. Will it take me to? Oh yeah, this is a long one. Um, let me just read this little tidbit for you guys. Cause I think you'll appreciate it. Um, it's like right in in that moment like they're trying to convince each other like not to do it and then they do it anyway. And not to not to have sex but to kiss. But um <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I had to clarify for this podcast. Um so the quote from the book um, Charlie's fingernails scrape the small hairs on the back of his neck and even as Dave's body dissolves at the touch, his mind gets stuck on an important thought. Charlie hates kissing. Charlie hates kissing, so why is he kissing Dave like his whole life depends on it? Charlie is straight, so why would he want to kiss Dave? Charlie is Charlie, beautiful, brilliant, carefully guarded Charlie. So why would he want to kiss Dave? Dave needs to push him away again. Dave is going to push Charlie away again in like 5 seconds. He will totally stop this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's really cute. God, this
1: whole just this whole book is precious um it's really like a cozy, cute, just like feel good kind of book. yes,
0: yeah, if you're ever looking for something just to make you happy I mean of course of course there's some turmoil in this book, but nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's not too stressful. so funny like I just yeah, this book is just so good and like there's quotes too like when Charlie's having to interact with all these women um and it's like charlie's thoughts and it's there's one it's totally cool he has to sit here kissing angie when all he
1: wants to do is kiss dave instead (laughs) do you think they'll make a uh she's gonna make another book about like daphne or whatever her name is i think it could be good if so i think they might although i i probably won't she kind of like i liked her but she kind of annoyed me (laughs) Yeah, I don't know
0: how the character herself like if I would actually like it. I think this um, one, this would be a great movie.
1: Yeah, I would like this. Yeah, as a movie. it would. It would be a pretty good movie. Although we're already getting Red, White, and Royal Blue. Oh my god! So and we have Heartstopper, and Heartstopper's just. Ugh. I can't wait for Red, White, and Royal Blue. I know okay. we're gonna
0: we're gonna die. We have to figure out when that comes out so we can see it together. That's
1: like my top tier fluffy gay boy.
0: Yeah, I was I didn't know if I was going to love it when I read it and then yeah, equally obsessed. So
1: like the movie is going to be so good. And it, the cast <laughs> for Red
0: White and Royal Blue is is awesome. I mean those they're really Both cute. of them yeah. match pretty well I think too to what they should look
1: like. Oh, and Heartstopper. I rewatched it for the third time.
0: God, <laughs> we love So funny story, Cass and I um one evening we're like looking for something to watch. And we were together and just hanging out for the evening. And um, we stumbled upon Heartstopper. And we were like, well. And then we pressed play. We watched the entire season in one night. Yeah. Um And we were obsessed. And so then we did – didn't we wa- – we watched it again for a yeah. second time.
1: Well, we watched like half like, of like, it. Yeah.
0: And then we finished it on our own. But
1: nonetheless, I mean – and then apparently Cass has done a third. No, yeah, I just watched <laughs> – Cause I, I watch it like in one sitting, like I watch yes. it like the whole season in one sitting. And I mean, the episodes aren't that long.
0: And both the actors for that show are phenomenal. Oh um, my God. They're so good. I can't, so their good. names are escaping me, but um, they're phenomenal. Well,
1: one of them is, it's one of them, Charlie. It might, let me look. Hang on. Charlie. I swear. I feel like it is.
0: Leslie, right. uh, no, Kit Connor and Joe Locke are the actors, but the Nick Nelson and Charlie, yeah, and Charlie Spring are the. Char- I was gonna names. say I was like I, sw- could have sworn it was Charlie. <laughs> yeah, and they're they're just so good. And L in that show, she's adorable oh my god she is
1: so cute we,
0: so yeah we love Heartstopper maybe we can do a whole podcast on Heartstopper maybe we?
1: whenever the next season comes out we will do like a Heartstopper episode Ooh, or we could maybe do like a, a watch with us or something oh you right. think we'll, people will do a watch with
0: us <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go live and we'll watch Heartstopper and react and we'll all watch it at the same time that from across find.
1: the country from each yeah, other yeah
0: because Cass and I literally live <laughs> over 1500 miles from each other but it's fine um Uh but anyway moving on um so for there was another quote for the charm offensive that i was really wanted to share oh there it is it's another one of those um like just sweet moments um Mm -hmm. Where did you go? (laughs) I thought you would want me to wash my hands right away, Dave says in a low voice. I grabbed your wet wipes in case you wanted to. And then Charlie is crying. (laughs) He can't help it because Dave knows him so well. Dave knows him and understands him and wants him anyway. And Charlie has never been this attracted to anyone else. And then right after... Oh love, Dave takes his face with, his, with hands smelling like hotel soap and surely he must know, Dave must see the way those two words tear down all of Charlie's defenses every time he says them. Dave says, oh love, and some dormant thing, some part of Charlie that secretly has always wanted to be someone's love comes to life inside him. No, it's <laughs> and it it's make me cry a little bit. <laughs> it's so good. I have a lot of these. I was kind of like you this time. A lot of these I have highlighted are so long. Um, and they also, they take like a cute excursion one time. I forget what what country they were in, but. And they like the go boat. out together. Well, I think it was the boat, maybe. Um, and then that's when Dave wears flip-flops. And he like. Oh. And Charlie's like, I told you not to wear flip-flops. Yeah, that was the.
1: Yeah, the when they go to the one?
0: market and they go on the, like, cable car. Oh, God, this one was cute. This wasn't, they they, they don't show or, like, say any sex things. Yeah. Um But this one, but then Charlie undresses him with painstaking care, folding his shirt, his shorts, his underwear, all in a neat little pile. He sets down beside the sink, and that is somehow the sexiest thing that has ever happened. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> uh,
1: it was really good. I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. So this book is a feel-good book. Um, I know this podcast might it might be a little shorter than previous podcasts, but there's not a whole lot of sex things to talk about in this one. But
1: it's not a lot for us to talk about. Yes. <laughs> and it's definitely worth the read, though. So. Yeah. I mean, there's a place for it. And I really like reading things like this. Me too. And it's a nice break from some of the heavy smut that we read. Yeah. So. And if I am just going to read fluff, it really has to be gay. I mean, yeah,
0: yeah, we're we're suckers
1: for gay gay fluff. Uh, uh,
0: oh, uh, yep. another one of our favorites. Um, I'm gonna say it wrong on the podcast. Um, you say,
1: I don't know. I don't know what it you is You know
0: the the show. It's a show. It's not a book. Um, oh, Sasaki and Miano. I think it's Sasaki. The- is that right? Sas- Sasaki. Yeah, Sasaki yeah. and Miano. Um it's so good. Oh god, that one's good too. Um yeah. So that one's a TV show. So if you guys ever want another TV show kind of Well, like... it's a,
1: it's an anime. Oh yeah. And so we're not really
0: want... That's like that's... <laughs> I'm I'm not into anime by any means. I'm I envy those who can watch it. I've just never really
1: been into it, but that one I would watch over and over. Oh, that's one of the best. I don't watch a lot of anime. But, uh, that one was really good. God, it was so good. So, our little, our love for
0: gay boy fluff has its place. It's so good. So, um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this week. What are we doing? Well, oh, what are we talking about next week, cats Well, next week we're talking about "Twisted Love" by, is who it, is that by Anna Huang. Is it Anna? Yeah, Anna, Anna, Anna Huang. Um. <laughs> so yeah we got a lot to say about that
1: book (laughs) i do have a lot to say about that book so i know everyone's been loving it and that because i've been seeing it all over tiktok and facebook groups we started a facebook group oh
0: oh my god
1: although there's nothing in it yet so maybe don't join yet
0: (laughs) yeah but if you want to join you can come join and maybe be one of our first members
1: yeah books books with benefits it's
0: just called books with benefits it's got our logo oh we have a new logo um, we do have a new logo. If you haven't seen it, we've done some uh editing. Cass has done some hard work with our adorable drawing. Um, yeah, it's pretty cute. Super honestly,
1: cute. If I say, do say so myself. She worked
0: her little tail off. um So now it's a little more, shows you kind of who you're listening to. I'm the brunette. Cass <laughs> is the blonde. Blew.
1: It's um, this the idea of us. Yeah. That's
0: not- <laughs> Yeah, in in theory, what we what our voices look like. That's
1: my that's my book version of myself.
0: So. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, so yeah. Hope you love our new logo. Come join our Facebook group and if you join it, um, invite three friends that also love <laughs> Smut. <laughs> so yeah, I do that. Next week we'll talk about Twisted Love by Anna Anna Wong. I don't know how to say her name. Maybe I'll look that up it's before the, next week. Um Yeah, okay. So,
1: yeah, just yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well, I guess we'll be talking to you guys later. All right, bye. Books.
0: (laughs) Books with benefits. (laughs)